Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Monday, December 18th, 2023, and this is episode 590 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Testing a New Hustle, and I will be talking about starting up Nomad Knits, uh, another toilet issue we had this weekend, and uh, phone updates on my phone, and a little bit more. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, see who's hanging out in the live chat, and we will get to all those topics in just a bit. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Free uh, Wilder Life, good morning. How are we doing? <laughs> Elbow deep in a pantry clean. Dang pantry moths. That's awfully early to uh, to be elbow deep in anything, I would say. Um, good morning. Who else hanging out? Pip. Pip. Good morning. Happy Monday. Jim and Backwoods Butcher. How are we doing? How is it going this morning? What do we got in the cup to start off the week? I got to open up a brand new, brand new bag of... Um, Brand new bag of FTO Blonde Espresso yesterday morning. Finished off the the bag I was on last week and opened that up, and it is uh, it is great. Hadn't had it in a while. Been uh, been a few weeks. I was on quite a roll with it earlier, and uh, right back to it. So it's uh, it's going good. So last minute Christmas ideas for those coffee lovers. Definitely uh, think about picking up a pound of. Food Forest Farms coffee, get those out. I think he, uh, I think he mentioned you can get them out. Post office is, is saying if they're in the mail by the twentieth, they will get there by Christmas. I don't know if that's Brian's cutoff date. It might be uh, today, might be tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it'll be there close. It'll be there close regardless. So, last minute grift ideas, or you could always sign them up for uh, and prepay them for a few months or a year of the C Four Club at 40 bucks a month. That's a pretty good deal. It is definitely probably one of the best coffee deals out there. So grab some Food Forest Farms coffee and enjoy. Um, what do I have today? I wanted to mention something off the bat. Hey, good morning, Hunter over on Twitch. Thanks for swinging in and MSU Rifle. Uh, that's funny. You just pop in MSU. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to mention. So on Friday, Friday, we had a big giveaway there. We had the 100 and 105,000 sats, I think. And uh, the chat was pretty full. Um, chat was pretty full. And it, um, <laughs> I was like, I was watching the statistics in the background. And Corey mentioned it after, too. She was watching it. You know, you don't really want to start wondering and uh, pondering in the middle of a show. Uh, about shit that's going on, but I, I, um, I was watching the the stats and I was watching the comments, and things, things, um, things wouldn't really line up. I was like, okay, there's 13 people watching, but I'm, I'm, I'm I got 44, I got 44 entries in the thing already, and the names kept changing, and I was just thrown off a bit. I thought. Oh, all right, whatever. We'll let it go through. We'll let it go through. Um, thankfully, uh, thank thankfully, somebody in the in the audience there that's a pretty pretty common one. But um, so we go, we go and uh, go to go to the Telegram chat after to to pay MSU his uh, his winnings and. We had TikToks for a walk. I'm I'm walking. I'm getting ready to. I'm glad I uh, I'm glad I waited for this all to go down. But I was waiting to give uh, to send his sats until he messaged something in the Telegram chat. And all of a sudden, I get a direct message from MSU Rifle, uh, MSU Rifle ninety seven on Telegram. And I stopped for a second, and I went, you know. I'm pretty sure old Mike has uh, has a different name on Telegram. That that's his name on YouTube, but on Telegram, 
I'm pretty sure it may be his username, but it's not, definitely not his display name, especially in my phone. I don't know if that's a, that's a phone contact thing or whatever it was. But I got a message from uh, MSU Rifle 97. I said, hey, how do I, how do I get my money or something like that? that I was uh, pretty confident wasn't uh, wasn't Mike. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? You know how you get it. And so I went back and forth with him, and he started yelling at me that uh, I had a fake giveaway and all this. And I I, I slowly kind of kind of messed with him a little bit. He got all pissed off and ended up leaving. But he also um, took away all of his subs took away all of his uh, subscriptions on YouTube because we went from like one, I think it was 189 to 2020 during the show. And uh, I went and refreshed the YouTube stats and we were back down to uh, 1989. So we lost all, all the subs that uh, came in during the show were gone. So it appears that um, it appears that the dude was just logging into all his Gmail accounts and uh, and subbing to the channel, putting in the hashtag, and then clicking to the next one. And then when he saw who won, he ran over to Telegram and changed his Telegram name to that and uh, tried to grab those sats. Eh, we're smarter than you. We're smarter than you. And uh, screw him. By the end of the weekend, we're up to 2004. So we got back over 2000 anyway. So. There we go, guys. I uh, I don't know what to do about uh, what to do about that. If uh, we're gonna keep giving away things, giving away Bitcoin, or how that's gonna happen, but um, I don't want to end up giving it to somebody like that because you guys are you guys are who you guys that are listening, you guys in the live chat this morning, you guys that listen all the time on the audio side, you're who that is intended for. Well, and new listeners. And new listeners, not somebody that's just going to come in and blow up the chat and uh, and then try to not only did he blow up the chat and enter a shitload of times, he didn't win and then tried to steal the, the shit on the back end. So, yeah, fuck him. So, yeah. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning, Blakesley Acres. How are we doing? And uh, Jim says it was fun to see all those new faces. Yeah. <laughs> MSU Rifle says seems like a lot of work for a small reward. Yeah, it was. I mean, well. I, it was 105,000 sats. So, I mean, really the, the pair, the, the parody there is uh, Bitcoin gets to a million dollars and a sats worth a dollar. That's a long time from now. That is a long, long time from now. And yeah, that's a lot of work to grab a little bit, a lot of work. <laughs> Wilder life says potential to be a lot though yeah i mean for all he did i think he entered 30 times so Corey and i were thinking about it we were talking about it and i was like okay well in chrome you can have all your your google um you can have your google accounts all in the drop down menu so basically if he took the time to enter all the um if he took the time to enter all the the Gmail addresses and make them all, he could have a hundred of them, and it would just be click enter, click enter, click enter. You know, I think it would be easy like that. So, I don't know. I don't know. We will uh, we will make sure that the 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 live crowd here starts vetting people and uh, making sure they stick around. I don't know. I don't know how we'll do it, or maybe we'll just have to stop giving away satoshis. Hmm. I don't know. We will talk about it. We will talk about it. Morning, Jack Daniel Toretto. That guy is not a scammer. That guy, uh, that guy won our drawing last time and uh, got ended up rolling in uh, the huge, the huge giveaway, and uh, and been hanging around. So I appreciate you and uh, thanks for coming back. So what is on the the docket for today? Our weekend was pretty consumed by our new little side hustle that we're swinging up. We are. Um, I mentioned it last week. We had ordered a uh, a Centro forty eight knitting machine. Uh, <laughs> Backwoods butcher gonna be screaming at people in the comments. That motherfucker's not real. <laughs> Prove yourself. I need pics. <laughs> oh no, Kyle's gonna be asking for dick pics. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, so we ordered a, a Central 48 knitting machine. Uh, it showed up, I think, like Thursday, Thursday night. I don't, I don't believe we had, uh, we had unboxed it before the show on Friday morning, so we hadn't really gotten into it. Friday afternoon, we had a celebration of life that we were able to attend virtually for my friend that uh, unexpectedly passed away. And uh, then we we kind of broke into the box. We we decided that that's what we were going to kind of do for the night and um, <laughs> and for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> I love it, Pip. Pip says uh, that Kyle says uh, uh, for vetting reasons only on those picks for sure. Uh, so we we attended our celebration of life and then we got the the machine out and we started messing around with it. We watched a couple videos. Corey read the instructions, and uh, we went for it. We went for it, and I don't know if you are on TikTok or YouTube and you saw the shorts. I uh, I did a short of me using the machine. The goofy looking hat that was on my head was um was the first one. It was an attempt with uh, attempt with yarn that came with the machine, just to get the idea how it worked and everything. I uh, got rolling with it. It uh, it was it seemed pretty easy. It um, it took a minute. It Corey Corey got it really fast. She's she's just good like that. She she was all over it, all over it. <laughs> Rewild her life says a novel idea. Read the directions. Oh no, we read the directions and we watched YouTube videos uh, and all sorts of stuff. We we wanted to be able to know how to do it and. We got it going. We we ran into some hiccups here and there, um, but we pounded out. I think eight hats. I think between that night, more like ten. I think ten and eight were uh, eight were really good. Eight were really really solid products. Uh, two of them had some issues, like the first one that I was talking about that we put together with their uh, with the yarn that they had. Uh, we were just getting a feel for the machine. Uh, and then I made one and, uh, yeah, I think we made 10 total and we were excited. We were excited. We were making a couple different patterns. We were doing, uh, solid colors. We were doing reversibles and, um, really kind of contemplating what we want to do with it going forward. Like, do we want to make all one hat, all one style, all one color or what we want to do now? the reason we did this, the reason we started this up is we're thinking it might be a nice little, um, a nice little side hustle, a nice little extra revenue stream that uh, Corey and I can sit here and do in the evenings together. Uh, when we're doing other things, the machine is definitely, um, <sighs> some issues like Kyle. Yeah. I'll get to the issues here in a second, but, um, it was relatively easy. We could definitely have a conversation or listen to music while we were doing it. Um, TV, uh, probably not at this point with what we know, I think, um, I think at the beginning and if it gets back to what it was at the beginning, uh, we could probably watch TV and, um, <laughs> Kyle says, yeah, uh, Corey's Corey definitely picked it up quicker because she's smarter than me. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is just, that is, that is what it is. And Rewilder Life says they could hold a patch. Well, interesting you say that. <laughs> we so we we made a couple machine. We made a couple hats. We we got talking about what we wanted to do, kind of the styles we wanted to do. Also came to uh, try to figure out where we wanted to sell them. Um, so we were thinking the our website, our website now. There's a lot going on and trying to figure this out. Like, do we want to do one-off hats? Do we want to take the time to make a listing for every single hat? Did we want to standardize on a, a, a small amount of, of colors and styles and, and sell them in one place with different variations? Like, I'm, I'm thinking about all of this on the logistics side. Corey's thinking about it all on the making it side. And um, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially at this point where we have eight hats. We have uh, it was yarn that we were we had here. Corey had had it for a long time. She wasn't sure with um, 
what she wanted to do. Hunter says orange with a few white highlights, Bitcoin beanie. Yeah, that is on my radar for sure. Uh, Bitcoin beanies for sure. Um, and so this was just random stuff. Like we didn't go to the store or decide on colors. We didn't do any of that. This was getting the machine, getting used to the machine, getting a couple saleable products. Now we have eight for sale. If anybody wants to grab one, they're $25 for the non-pom-pom and $30 for the, the ones with the pom-pom. And that is shipped. That's including free shipping. And man, they, they are warm. Like if you're wondering if this is worth 25 bucks, I, I would say it is, especially if it's cold where you're at. But anyway, we got we have uh, seven, seven without pom poms and one with pom pom. Um, right now, you can find them in our TikTok shop. Uh, uh, there are a couple listed on. There's one listed on Etsy, and then the rest are direct sale as we figure out what we want to do. So, if you're interested in any of them, uh, I take Bitcoin. I can also send you a, an invoice for a credit card. Or I take all the all the cash payments like a Cash App or Venmo and all that stuff. But I prefer Bitcoin. I prefer Bitcoin for sure. Uh, but anyway, these were just random um, random things. Now, as we sell these, we're gonna go and intentionally buy um, colors and make certain designs. That's what we really landed on. We're gonna pick two or three different styles and a few basic colors and pound out those and build up an inventory where we can list them um, with stock and not have to go in and do a new listing for each hat. Um, another thing that uh, is in the works is I got somebody checking out laser, uh, the process of laser etching leather patches for uh, to sew on to make them a little higher end. Uh, like a one by one or a one and a half by one and a half with a cool little logo that that I uh, I came up with here. I think I can. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull it up while I'm talking. But um, I. We. Um, we're going to think about the, the leather patches. We're also thinking about a similar style to like the pull patch hat where um, the pull. <laughs> Oh, good morning, K-Bonk. How you doing? Pip rolls in with the, you got to send pics or you're going to get banned. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, a pull patch style hat. Uh, we're still figuring out the logistics of sewing the patch to the knit hat. Uh, and that's going to be hand sewed. So, yeah, we're going to have to figure out that. Um, and so... Yeah, we got some stuff in the works. We got some stuff in the works. We got to sell these hats that we have. Um, we got to sell the hats that we have to fund the yarn for the next round uh, is kind of where we're at right now. Uh, unless we we dig up some other money from Etsy sales, we do have uh, a few rabbits, uh, rabbit foot keychains left. Uh, and uh, I, I've been putting up a bunch of t-shirt designs and hoodie designs and things like that. So we'll see... Um, We'll see. We'll see what um, how that goes. We'll see how it goes. We got eight hats right now sitting there. Uh, some things we did run into with the machine. If you're thinking about, I know Hunter. I think it was Hunter or Canadian Farmstead. I think it was Canadian Farmstead was uh, interested in buying one of those. So we ran into some issues after we got about eight hats done. Uh, it started missing stitches. It started acting funny. It was binding up a little bit. And so we went into troubleshooting mode. We wanted to make sure this was um, something that was going to be a complete pain in the ass uh, going forward. Uh, we did a bunch of YouTube searches. We did a bunch of um, we did a bunch of uh, looking at the machine, really observing the machine. Uh, the terminology was uh, was a, a roadblock. Like what? what we needed to search for, for what was happening. Uh, we found a video on how to um, break the machine down and clean it and lube it and all sorts of things. Man, the thing looks like a toy. It is all plastic. Everything in it is plastic except for the, the seven screws that hold it together. Uh, so it's like, it feels toy quality. 
when you take it apart, there is uh, there's silicone lube in it. There is uh, a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of um, a lot of different um, a lot of different parts that come apart and go back in together. <laughs> but it's very simple uh, to take it apart. And the the yarn we were using is an uh, acrylic yarn. It was pretty old. Corey's had it around for a long time, uh, just working on blankets and leftover rolls and things like that. So the acrylic dust, I think, was getting built up inside. Um, some of the yarn is uh, slipperier, I guess. Slipperier? Is that a word? <laughs> It's whatever, whatever, uh, it doesn't slide as well on the plastic. So it would get like hung up. Um, <laughs> it would get hung up and not, uh, and not pull the stitch. Like it's hard to explain without seeing the machine, but basically it would start to fuck up the pattern and it just would continually do that. And we were seeing, it was weird. It was uh, one skein of yarn. Skein, right? I said it right? Nice. <laughs> Been working on that one all weekend. Did you know that a roll of yarn is called a skein, guys? Did you? Actually, maybe a, a double skein. I don't know. Was Did I see double skein? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a unit of me measurement or just the reference of uh, what the roll of yarn is called. But anyway, uh, one would do this, one would hang up, one would not, uh, one would work, and then we would change roles. It would work flawlessly. The research we got into said that that is pretty common. Um, it didn't really, we really couldn't zero in on what to look for in the yarn, but we're kind of resting on the fact that we had two or three roles that didn't work that were possibly because they were old possibly because they were uh worn down or frayed or whatever so we have our eight hats we're going to uh sell uh some of the hats we're going to pick up some more yarn and give it a try with the new yarn before we discount everything uh but it was an interesting uh it was an interesting exercise to take it apart see how it works uh having it apart we got to see how it functioned uh, and just the routine maintenance that we're going to have to do with it, see how long it would take. And we don't really know how often we're going to have to do it, but it was, it was pretty straightforward and we got it done, took the whole thing apart down to, um, down to all the parts were apart and put it back together and it still worked. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I thought that was fair. Uh, and so we're kind of digging in. Jim says, what do sweatshops in Bangladesh use to make, make hats? I don't know. I don't know. Jim says, and you have to think about dye lots. I never thought I'd have to worry about dye lots. Um, yeah, as far as color, is that, yeah, Corey, Corey used to have to worry about that with her blankets. When she wanted to make a very large blanket, she would end up buying all the yarn up front. So, um, <laughs> Pip says, did you have any spare parts? after disassembly no but the thing was broken when we uh, when i went to take it apart it looks like the the chinese factory that they made it in their calibration was a little off um it, their calibration was a little off on their screws a couple of them were cross-threaded in and the the screw threads were just chock full of plastic and another one the little tab that uh, the screw hole was through was cracked in half but you know, being a, being a service technician and working on shitloads of equipment for long uh, longer than I, I care to have done, it um, I got it back together. I got it back together and got it to work. So we're gonna see how it goes. And that's the thing; it's sixty bucks. So we're starting up this hustle, and that's that's that was kind of the point of this discussion. We started it up with sixty dollars and a pile of yarn that um, a pile of yarn that we already had that uh it got fixed it did get fixed um and we're gonna see what happens if nothing else we have a cool little uh a cool little gadget that we can mess around with make some hats and things like that and it's um <laughs> and it's working just great kyle says kyle says how did you get from tennessee to tim's studio <laughs> i'll be right back guys
Yeah. How did we get to Tim's studio? Um, I, I we we did a little uh, remodeling, and it's dude. It, like if you happen, if you if you happen to just there we are, there we are. I uh, I was getting ready to do the Jade videos this weekend, guys. And uh, I started to do them and I looked in the background. And I was like, man, it would just be better if it was black or I had a background of some sort. I messed around with virtual backgrounds and they just didn't work because like I have to hold this up like this and it didn't work uh, with the virtual background. I don't have a green screen. Corey and I headed to um, Dollar General and this is a blackout curtain. Like question for you guys, if you bought a curtain, blackout curtain, like you took it off the shelf and it said blackout curtain, 85 by 40 inches wide, blah, blah, blah. And there's a picture of uh, a window with two curtains, drapes or whatever on either side. Would you assume that in the package there'd be two drapes? Not at Dollar General. Not at Dollar General. Um. <laughs> uh, Hunter says no. Of course, I was the only one. I got home. I got home. I opened the package. I was like, "Where's the other one?" <laughs> but anyway, made it work. It is very, um, very centered on here. Uh, the the assumption of how big it was, I did not, I did not, uh, I did not plan very well, and it is definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh wow. Rachel says no. I read packages. Oh, by the way, I got the package right here. We'll see. Oh, look at that. I think it might say. One panel. <laughs> one panel. <laughs> uh, k says Jade works with Swan. Uh, with Swan Wallet. I think that was on the list. And uh, somebody said, is that a, a preview of the Jade video? We didn't get to the Jade video because I was hanging up my goddamn curtain. And by that point, I was done for the weekend for sure. Uh, so K-Bunk asked if the machine does just tubes. Yes, the machine does just two. Uh, it does tubes or panels. Um, K-Bunk says, will it make just tubes? It will make a tube and it will make a panel. <laughs> we have not made any panels yet. But uh, it has a switch back and forth. So um, Jim says, here come this Jade video excuses. Dude, I have I have three Word documents open on my computer with all the notes of shit I have to read. I just didn't do it. No excuses. No excuses. I had a lot of shit going on this weekend for sure. Uh, I was trying to start up a side hustle with my wife and try to make some money with my wife. Spending time. Spending quality time with my partner. And you guys just harboring, har just harping on me about making the video. She tried to make me do it, and I was tired by the time I got my thing hung up. So, uh... <laughs> backwards says Rachel, and this is an all-inclusive audience. And 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 Kyle's right here. We're not going to be able to. We're not going to be able to. Um, have you be around here if you're going to pick on the kids that can't read <laughs> oh what uh so yeah i'm excited i'm excited about the hat uh i'm excited for some sales i got uh, i got some leads on some sales just waiting to hear back on on some stuff from people uh if you want one definitely uh definitely reach out and uh, we'll get that taken care of for you. If you have any uh, colors or anything that you want, uh, start letting me know, and I'll get those on the list for future, for future things. But man, that that uh, machine is super easy to use. It is super um, frustrating when it doesn't work. But yeah, huh? oh yeah, here let me show you the hat. So right now we got this is one of our models. It's a uh, um camo camo colored yarn and then uh, gray it's reversible so that you can either have the camo on top and the gray band or you can flip it around to where it's gray on top and camo band and that that's one of the styles that's one of the styles that we're doing um <laughs> rachel's new youtube channel is teaching reading 
<laughs> I love it. Um, and so that's that's one style. K-Bong's wondering if you can knit logos in. Um, I'm sure you can. I don't think I would want to. Uh, I see a lot of patterns for the machine. Uh, so basically, the machine has count. It has... Um, <laughs> It has numbers uh, around each hook, so I'm sure you could do a pattern in. No problem. I'm not doing patterns in right now. Uh, basically, we're going to do solids, reversibles, or stripes uh, and um, to start. To start. To start. And then, um, and then we'll add in, hopefully, some leather patches on the front with our logo on them. And then, like I was saying, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to get a, uh, a Velcro blank for the two by three patches, like, uh, like these patches, but, uh, the blank on the, on the brim to make it secure enough that it's not going to come loose after tearing patches on and off like two or three times, because that's, that's my fear is I'm going to sew it in and it's just going to, it's going to work its way loose because the Velcro is so sticky. Um, but that's, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Jim says, uh, I think I got that one already. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, I'm I'm hoping we get the new yarn and it works flawlessly. I'm hoping that the issues we had at the end were was the 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 older yarn the the it it just didn't work. And what we ended up figuring out through YouTube videos and uh, and just observing it, Corey ended up finding a video where she taught how to fix the issue we were having and why it's caused and you were able to catch it beforehand but it became way more an intensive process like way 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 slower way more intense to make a, a hat so we're hoping we find some yarn that works well uh, and then obviously if we do then we'll be sitting on with those standard colors and moving on with that so Pip says the hat looks great. I didn't know they could be reversible. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. So that's uh, that's kind of the when you make it. Um, the different patterns you use turn out different uh, when they come out. So we made a, uh, a few that were reversible, a few that were solid colors, and then one was just like a random three colors that we were messing around with uh, shorter pieces of yarn we had. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. I think they look, they look pretty damn good. Um, they will get better, I'm sure. And uh, they're warm as shit. I, I tell you, they they were warm as shit. I, I was warm wearing one around um, quite a bit over the weekend and had to take it off. Like my hat, my head got warm, so ended up taking it off quite a bit. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on. We'll see what's going on. the The price is right. the 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 margins are right. Uh, there's room in there to. Um, to at that thirty dollar, the the pom poms are pain in the ass to make. I'll tell you, they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty labor intensive to make the pom pom. That's why the extra five bucks goes there, and uh, that would also, I believe, end up covering a patch. So that that thirty dollar level would be uh, probably where the the high end. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See how it goes. Sell a few, grab some more yarn, and uh, and continue the adventure. But if nothing else, we learn a new skill. We know that uh, we can keep our heads warm at the at a minimum. And that was the risk in this whole thing was sixty dollars to get a bunch of hats that uh, that we could always have if we wanted. We're also uh, looking into avenues of sell selling them in person at uh, at a couple of different places around here, events and things like that. So. That's the new hustle. I'll keep you guys updated on it. And uh, one quick note with the, the print-on-demand kind of uh, experiment I'm doing this month with Etsy and Printify. It's going all right. I'm getting a um, fair amount of views. I am not the best at, uh, at coming up with these ideas for T-shirts, especially once I, I, I dialed in and realized through some research uh, and videos that, like, 85% of the people shopping on Etsy are women. And I'm trying to make t-shirts that women are going to want. Uh, I'm not a woman. If you didn't notice, 
I don't wear I don't wear cute little things that uh, somebody I don't shop on Etsy for T-shirts and hoodies and stuff. So I'm trying to gear my mind to that. Get as many up as I can. I'm doing four, three to four designs a week and getting those up there and just messing around with that print on demand model. And basically, um, that is uh, that is something I'm just looking for a home run. I'm looking for that one T-shirt with a with a five dollar profit margin that I sell a hundred thousand of, like goes viral, something like that. It doesn't take a lot of time and effort going into it daily, and once it's there, it's there. So <laughs> that's kind of the idea with that. I was kind of rolling with that through December, and uh, decide where I want to go with it after. We'll see. We'll see. Lightning is the little bolt. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, moving on. Moving on. Something else this weekend. So if you've been around a while, actually probably about a year, I would say, since the, the toilet had its last issue, didn't you say? About a year. About a year ago, um, about a year ago, we had some issues with our composting toilet. We were very, very, very... How you doing, Walter? Well, hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this morning. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, um... It had been about a year. We had had the composting toilet. It was about a year in. It was about a year in. And why are you licking the table? Oh, you're just cleaning up your drool that you just, you know, okay, thank you. Uh, it had been about a year. The toilet was working great. And then in Texas last winter, uh, all of a sudden it started smelling horrible. Uh, you would think that shit in a bucket in the camper, it probably smelled bad. You would be very surprised that it doesn't. Uh, if it's working properly, it doesn't smell at all. It, um, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very nice. About a year ago, it started smelling horrific. Um, and we went through a hundred different scenarios of why it wasn't working right. Why all of a sudden it started smelling. We ended up realizing there were two factors that could happen. Um, one, the urine diverter for the toilet gets uh, messed up making sewage basically in that bucket uh, instead of dry poo um, drying out even further by the way the toilet works. Or um, my vent ended up, what ended up happening was the vent hose ended up getting full of moisture and full of water. And it, it uh, eventually blocked the hose off so that the, the fan pulling the current, the airflow through the toilet was blocked. Um, causing moisture to build up in there causing um yeah sewage basically so the other day we fixed it we fixed it i don't know if you remember listening uh i went underneath i opened up the belly of the camper i found the hose where it uh where it goes through the bottom i slid a hole in it it drained out we taped i taped it back up put it all back together and it worked great a year later here we are and I'm thinking about it now, and we're in the same weather conditions, we're in the same weather patterns that we were when it happened before, but the toilet the other day just all of a sudden started smelling, like horrifically, horrifically. Um, and so I, uh, I was like, oh man, all right, well, it's getting close to changing at day, uh, Sunday, <laughs> moral of the story, shit happens, yeah, um. Uh, change it was uh this weekend saturday or sunday saturday was pretty rainy all day so i skipped it there yesterday i got the cocoa core ready can he not get to his water <laughs> with the thing hanging <laughs> uh, got to changing it yesterday changed the toilet and when i unhook so to change it i take it outside and to take it outside i unhook the the vent hose so I had a sneaking suspicion that it was either the the urine diverter was clogged again, um, which I wasn't real wasn't real confident on because I've 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 checked it when I clean it because of since it got clogged I kind of keep an eye on it. It's very rare that um, that I don't like make sure that it's clear. Um, 
And so when I unhooked the vent hose, I listened to it. I just like, and it was go, it was like gurgling, like it was pulling. You could feel, you could tell that it was pulling up enough vacuum to like move the water enough in the hose to let the the vent go by. And it was like, I'm like, what the fuck? So change the toilet get that already uh it wasn't as bad as it is it it definitely was last time that this happened when it took us forever to figure out what was going on uh and so before i put it back in i crawled under the camper crawled inside the skirting um last year when i closed up the belly instead of using four rolls of duct tape and having it fall off all the time and having to tape it back up i kind of did like sutures with zip ties I drilled holes on either side of my hatch that I had cut and zip tied it together. Uh, so I went under there, cut the zip ties, the drain hose is right there. And it was already dripping. It was like dripping through where I had taped it back closed. Basically it's the hose. Like if you have an above ground pool, um, the filter hose, the flexible expandy uh, plastic rubber hose. So I just cut in one of the, the ribs and didn't go all the way around, drained it out, and then I put it back together and taped it. Well, there was so much water in there that it was like dripping out. I could already see it. So I was like, all right, well, I found my problem. Cut it open, drained it out, and put it back up. Zip tied my little hat shut, figure it's going to happen again because, and this is just a function of the way I had to do it. Um, I've realized that, so the way it works is the toilets there there's an open screen on one side of the toilet on the other side there's an exit port where the hose hooks to the hose runs out it run and then it, it connects to a, a housing that has like a computer fan in it so basically the computer fan runs off our dc all the time and it is constantly drawing air through the the um the collection pot of the the toilet it draws air through that, through the hose and exhaust out the other end, keeping everything, the, the stink going out, uh, pulling moisture out, wicking moisture out, um, and just, just, um, keeping it dry. And it, it works fantastic until it, the, the vents plugged up. Well, what is happening is the way I had to run it, I had to run it down through the floor, through the underbelly of the camper, and then to mount the fan, I had to run it back up into the camper and then out the side. So if you can picture this, it's like a big U. And Jim was saying enough that it acts like a trap. Basically, it's like a, a, a P-trap, kind of, not really, but kind of. Uh, but the bigger issue is what is happening when it gets cold here is it's pulling hot, moist air through the toilet from the inside of the camper. We have the camper temperate. The, the camper, the 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 air that it's drawing is from inside the camper, warm, moist from the dogs, from the heat. And as it comes through, then it goes down into the belly of the camper where it's cold. When it gets 30 degrees, um, the camper belly isn't 30 degrees, but it's way less than it is in here. The, the, the moisture condensates, then it comes back up into the camper and it expands again. So condensates some more as it's coming out and it all drains back very slowly into the bottom, into the trap, ends up filling the trap, gets full enough that it can't pull by. <laughs> I don't know other than possibly insulating it or heat taping it or anything like that. Um, how to avoid this. I think it's just a function of how I had to run it uh, to make it work in the camper. Uh, after or, um, retrofitting shit like this, you just run into stuff like that. So I, I, it was pretty simple. I mean, it was uh, probably 20 minutes and I had it fixed. The way I set it up at last time, it makes it really easy to, uh, to do. But like K-Bonk says, I'm thinking about possibly putting a drain in it uh, and running it out. So basically all I have to do is, um, is open a, a like a petcock because I have to keep it closed to keep the vent pulling, to keep the suction appropriate. I can't keep it like, a um, 
an open drain all the time. So I have to close it off and uh, let it accumulate and then go out and just drain it off as needed. Jim says, sounds like you have a water collection solution. Yeah, water that I'm not going to drink. That's poo water. <laughs> it might not be poo. It might not be poo, but it definitely is is uh, moisture that's been dragged across the top of the poo. So I will uh, I will avoid drinking that. I was not really crazy about it getting on me when I was draining it. Uh, but it's it's fixed, and I I feel that I'm pretty confident that uh, that this round of of the toilet uh, until it needs to change won't stink. I I just I think we're I think we're uh, solid in the solid in the troubleshooting here, and it um, should be fine. It should be fine. I think I think so. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I'm I'm contemplating different uh, methods of of draining it. I'm sure at some point I'll get sick of crawling under there, especially especially with this Tennessee weather and the moisture coming sooner or uh, coming soon in January and February. From what I understand, it gets really rainy and a lot of temperature swings above and below freezing, and that's where we're going to accumulate that water in there. So. I'm guessing I'll uh, get sick of crawling under there and end up putting some sort of drain to make my life easier, but we'll see. We'll see. It takes a while to fill it up. It's a, uh, it's gotta be a two inch hose, but two inch, inch and a half, two inch hose. So takes a while, takes a while, but we'll figure it out, figure it out. At least, uh, at least it, it wasn't weeks of sewage smell before we figured out the issue this time. So that is all good. Uh, got a video actually about how I sutured up the bottom there. I think it's an issue with people. I've seen, I've seen people, um, Hunter says a clean out why. Yeah. And the, well, that's the problem. I have to make sure that it all fits together. It's, um, it actually is a old pool hose. The hose that came with the, with the toilet wasn't long enough to reach to where I needed it to go. And we were still at the farm and down in my barn, I had like piles of all sorts of crap that, you know, I was going to use one day. Well, one of the things was a, a pump, uh, a pool filter pump that I had grabbed from my parents' house. I was going to use the pump for something. And uh, along with that, I grabbed the hoses. And so I had this really long uh, pool vacuum hose. It was for the vacuum. So it was super long. And that was the exact same size as the other hose. So I don't know if I got to go to a pool supply store or where I got to go to find something that fits that. Um, but I don't have a lot of play. So basically, I'm going to have to have something that fits in there. But yeah, I'm thinking some sort of Y style clean out and... Um, valve on the bottom so i might be able to just make it work uh burn a hole i was thinking possibly it's not a lot of pressure and it's not a lot of water and i was wondering if i could just uh burn a hole through the plastic hose and stick in a um some sort of tubing just enough in there so it stays secure and tape it um i don't know i don't know i might mess around with some stuff might mess around with some stuff. We will see. We will see how it goes. But that's the general idea that uh, I will be uh, troubleshooting before. But uh, video coming of uh, the the suturing method I use to close up that underbelly hatch. So if people have um, have to have access to the bottom side of their RV, this is how it's going to happen. Yes, Jim, that is a video I made instead of making my jade video because I was laying on my back trying not to get covered in poo water. And by the time I was done with that and got my new studio set up, um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing jade videos. So yeah, there you go. There you go. You got poo water instead. Uh, one last thing here before we wrap up. Good morning, John. Thanks for swinging in. Um, phone update. My phone updated uh, the other night. I've been having issues. It's been horrible. I uh, I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I, I met with a community member and somebody they wanted to connect me with over here kind of close. Uh, we went and had lunch. I tried to call the guy four times and my phone won't ring out. Uh, it won't ring out to that number. It'll ring out to other numbers. Uh, it won't ring out to that number. So I'm going to work on that today. I, I had a phone update over the weekend. I also was having issues getting text messages. 
randomly uh one morning i just got like nine text messages from the day before they were multiple messages from the same people multiple or uh messages from several different people um and all sorts of personal email or personal accounts like personal text messages and then like subs subscription text messages like soe text message i get every night at the same time it came in the morning all these text messages were um, time-stamped when they were actually sent, and I got them all at once in the morning. I don't think it was a signal issue because I was on Wi-Fi, um, Wi-Fi all night, and I was getting emails, I was getting um, like notifications from other apps. Didn't get my text messages. Got them all at once. Having intermittent issues calling out, <coughs> it's really it's frustrating when you're trying to call somebody to follow up with a meeting and um, it won't dial out to that person, like dead dials. Like I, I have his number. It's correct. I know I've checked it a couple of times. I hit send and nothing happens. And then it just beep beep. So I don't know, maybe he's got me blocked or something, but I sent a text message. I'm going to try to get a hold of him again today. Uh, but it also is very frustrating not knowing if someone may be trying to get a hold of me since I've been spreading my number around here uh, locally, trying to uh, pick up some side work here and there. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, I stress to people send text messages and don't get don't get upset if I don't write you right back, because now uh, now I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting my uh, my stuff's coming through. I noticed I had phone update last night, yesterday afternoon. I had it, it had been sitting in my thing for a couple of days. I finally just let it go. I uh, I said, yeah, fucking install because it kept it kept sending uh, notifications to me. Do you guys uh, do you guys update your Android phone? You ever you ever do the updates on them? Do you get the the extra games that come with the fucking updates? I'm so done with them saying it's a security update and then it adds in like 14 games and three new apps that it won't let me delete does it do that on apple because i'm not i'm not going to apple i'm not going to apple i, I might go to something uh non and non google uh but still android but these uh these android app these google updates are really just driving me insane basically because i feel now the necessity to try the game <laughs> they sit there for so long uh I, I think this morning i'll probably just go in and delete the new ones but i think they added five this time now i ride pretty close on um i ride pretty close on storage limit on my phone with all the uh videos and shit and now yeah one two three four games and some other stupid ass um stupid ass thing that doesn't work yeah four new games i didn't ask to download that shit and it was a forced app it was a forced update <laughs> it was definitely uh it said so it it downloaded itself and then it, it it said I didn't have to install it. Like you install later, install later, and um, and so when I hit install later this time, usually it, it doesn't give you a deadline. It's like if you don't install this by December twentieth at this time, it'll automatically download. And there was no way to like get around it. There was no way to delay it. I was like, what? Uh, Jim says, I hate those stupid ass apps that don't work. I don't know. I'm guessing it's, uh, I'm guessing it's convenient. I'm guessing it works for something that I will never use it for, but yeah, I like, I pick what I want to use and I download it and I use it. And if I don't like it, I just delete it. Why are you forcing me to download these things? It was kind of like when you two just put their fucking music on the iPhones. I'd be listening to Corey's music uh in the car or something all of a sudden there's u2 shitty ass u2 song on there uh that was a far cry from the joshua tree and i'm like what the hell is this and why did you buy it she's like i didn't buy it it automatically went on my phone i'm like what she's like i don't think i can delete it i can't figure out how to delete it hunter says phones have been kind of wonky of late is that uh so that's not just me 
I figured it was um I figured it was because we were down in Tennessee and we have zero service here. Um we do like we have pockets of service, but there's a lot of places we don't. So I just wondered if my shit gets all um bouncing between towers or something like that. But uh if somebody else has been having problems, that's interesting. I did notice that a contact on Facebook was saying that their iPhone wasn't sending um wasn't sending text messages to Android users or wasn't receiving them. It was weird. It was like some uh it was a it, it shouldn't have been happening basically, but they were having um, inter-platform problems. Pip says, my phone fingerprint ID hasn't worked in a few days. What's wrong with that one? Uh, stuck in the back room. Pip says, my phone fingerprint ID hasn't worked in a few days. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think uh, something's coming, guys. Let me go grab my tinfoil colander. Uh, something's going on. They're 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 tracking us or something, <laughs> like they hadn't been. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guys. I think it's getting close to here. If you guys got any more questions or comments or anything, you throw them in the chat real quick. Otherwise, we'll wrap up. Uh, full week this week, full week next week, and New Year's Eve. I think Corey, uh, Corey and I might swing on in uh, maybe early afternoon, mid afternoon. And for people, um, <laughs> Pip says the return of Tinfoil Tuesdays with uh, with cell phone conspiracies. <laughs> uh, New Year's Eve, I think we're going to hit episode 600. Um, 600 will be New Year's Eve, early, mid-afternoon. You guys got a best time for... Um, you guys got a good time for uh, for a live the for me and my beautiful bride. We'll probably come on, hang out, bullshit with who's coming on. We'll uh, maybe do a year in review and a peek at what we got going on forward. Just kind of chat, hang out. If you guys got topics you want us to talk about, we'll I'm sure we'll answer questions if you have them in the audience. Um, but what's uh um. What do you guys? Uh, Rewilding Life says 6 a.m. Corey, what do you think? 6 a.m. on Sunday? I don't know. I don't want to get up early on Sunday. I don't, we get up early, but we don't do a show. We don't get up at 5. K-Bong says, you're in, re you're in review of the shit. <laughs> Jim says he has an issue with scanning fingerprints into phones. Yeah, I have an issue with... Um, with using my face to unlock the damn thing. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's going to be a good week. I, uh, I didn't do much show prep, but we were, we were pretty busy making hats and fixing shitters and all sorts of stuff this weekend. I, uh, I knew that that's what I was going to be talking about today. And so that's what I did today. We will be setting up the rest of the week. If you guys got anything, any topics you want to ride out throughout the rest of the year, uh, first of the year that we're going to do a, a big old shift. And I think I'm really liking this format where uh, I do want to do a short, uh, clean audio, maybe 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. That'll end up being at the beginning of the show. And then the rest of the show is going to be a two to three topic, multi-topic kind of uh, bullshit session with the guy, with everybody in the chat, guys and girls in the chat. Thanks, Rachel, for actually making the room more beautiful every morning. Um, but yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. So hope you like it. Hope you like it going forward. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up today, guys. If you enjoyed the show, please, uh, please participate. Like, <laughs> please come around and participate in the live comments. You can always join the live recording Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find the post about the episode along with links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. If you want a uh, if you want a uh, new winter hat, keep yourself warm coming into January, December, January, and February. 
please reach out, shoot me a message anywhere or find them on Etsy or TikTok shop. Other than that, we will hang out today. I'll get everything set up for the week and we will talk to you tomorrow.